Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the internet. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live down the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will continue to discuss the subject, the first angel's message. We will be studying what the Bible teaches. More about our subject after we've heard some music.
his place I touch the hem of his garment I can almost First Angel's Message We will continue to discuss this subject tonight with answers from the Bible. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Before we continue to discuss this subject this evening, let us have a scriptural overview. Let us have a word of prayer, listeners. Heavenly Father, We thank you for this opportunity to share your words with the people and I do pray and ask that your Holy Spirit will be with us and will bless your word in our midst is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The first angel's message. Let's go to where the first angel's message is first found in the book of Revelation chapter 14 and verses 6 to 7. The Bible reads, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Last week we looked at what the symbol of an angel means in Bible prophecy. Now we read in the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and verses 7 and 14. And of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. 
are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So the Bible explains that angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. We read in the book of Galatians chapter 4 and verses 13 to 14. Ye know how through infirmity of the flesh I preached the gospel unto you at the first. And my temptation which was in my flesh ye despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Here the Bible makes it clear that the Apostle Paul preached the gospel and was received as an angel of God. This shows that the angel in the book of Revelation chapter 14 and verse 6 symbolizes the servants of God who are called to preach the gospel. Next, we looked at what is the everlasting gospel. We read in the book of Mark chapter 1 and verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The everlasting gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We also read in the Bible, in the book of Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. The Bible teaches us that the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. Through the gospel of Christ, divine power is received from God to save his people from their sins. The message of salvation through Jesus Christ is what God's servants are called to give to the world. This is symbolized with the first angel's message of Revelation chapter 14 and verses 6 to 7. We then looked at what it means to fear God. We read in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verses 13 to 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And so, listeners, the Bible explains to fear God means to keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. Note the reason why we are to fear God. For every work that we do shall be brought into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or evil. The first angel's message calls God's people back to obedience to God's commandments. We are to be accountable to God and to ensure that only good things are recorded about us in the books of heaven. Now, we then looked at what it means to give glory to God. We read in the book of Psalms, chapter 29 and verse 2, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. To give glory to God is to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. It is quite simply to reflect his character of love. God is love, and it gives glory to him when we allow his love to be reflected in our lives, listeners. We also read in the book of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 16. That's Matthew chapter 5 and verse 16. 
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. To give glory to God is to honor him by doing good works towards others. Thus we see that God is calling his people through the first angel's message to practically show through good works that they are his servants. And then now, as we move on, the first angel's message we saw teaches that the hour of God's judgment is come. We read in the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 17, For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? Now this is so important for us to realize that the Bible states clearly that the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Not amongst the wicked or those that don't believe in God. The Bible states it begins at the house of God's. At the house of God. This is why the first angel's message is given. You see, listeners, and so we see as we go through the first angel's message step by step, God explains to his people that they need to be brought back to obedience, to do good works, because the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Now, we read in the book of Daniel chapter 7 and verses 8 to 10, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were the eyes like the eyes of man, and the mouth speaking great things. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. This Bible verse is highly important, because here we see that the prophet, the prophet excuse me, Daniel was shown the time that the judgment would begin at the house of God. He saw that the judgment would be set in the time that the little horn, the Antichrist system, which is the papacy, would rule upon this earth. We read in the book of Daniel chapter 8 and verse 14, And he said unto me, Unto two thousand three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. Here God gave a time period of 2,300 prophetic days, or 2,300 literal years, that would point to the time when the judgment in heaven would start. Now listeners, the prophet Daniel did not at first understand the meaning of this time period. Daniel then prayed to God, and the angel Gabriel was sent from heaven to give him the answer. We read the answer that he was given in the book of Daniel chapter 9, and verses 23 to 27. Here the Bible reads, this is the angel Gabriel speaking, 
At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. So the angel Gabriel now wanted the prophet Daniel to understand the matter and to consider the vision. The angel Gabriel continues, Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah the Prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall, even in troublous times. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, that's the Messiah, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, that's the sacrificial offerings, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Note, listeners, that here the angel Gabriel explained to Daniel what events would come before the judgment taking place in heaven. The angel had explained that a period of 70 weeks, or 490 literal years, would be allocated by God to the Jews. As we studied before, a day in Bible prophecy is a year in literal time. So 70 weeks, 490 weeks, 490 literal years, 490 days, sorry, or 490 literal years, would be allocated by God to the Jews, within which time frame, amidst the other events foretold by the prophecy, the Jews would finish the transgression and reject the Messiah, Jesus Christ the Lord. This 70-week or 490-year period, within the 2,300-year prophecy, would start the angel Gabriel had said when the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem had been given. After the break, we will continue to discuss this subject. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart. I will pray upon the mountain my Lord spoke. Out of his mouth came fire and smoke. There's not but one train that runs its track It runs to heaven, runs right back Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart 
I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. I will pray. I went to the valley. I didn't go to stay. My soul got happy, and I stayed all day. Looked all around me, and it looked so fine. I asked the good Lord if all was mine. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart. I will pray every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, moving in my heart. Moving in my heart, I will pray. As we continue to study the first angel's message and study that the hour of God's judgment is come, we must look in the Bible to see where the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem is found then we can know when the judgment in heaven started. We find the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem in the book of Ezra chapter 6 and verse 14. The Bible reads, And the elders of the Jews builded, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet, and Zechariah the son of Iddo, and they builded and finished it, according to the commandment of the God of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Now listeners, history records, and you can check this yourself, through at least three ancient calendars, the Olympiad, the Canon of Ptolemy, and the Almagus, that this commandment was fully decreed by the three kings in the year 457 BC. This commandment was given some 100 years after the angel Gabriel had revealed it to Daniel. Counting 2,300 years from 457 BC, this takes us down through all the future events mentioned by the angel Gabriel, past Jesus' life, death and resurrection, past his rejection by the Jews to the year that the judgment would start in heaven. This year was 1844 AD. History records that as this prophecy was coming near to fulfillment, God revealed this truth to his chosen servants. The first angel's message was actually first given in the mid-19th century. The book The Great Controversy, written by Ellen G. White, recalls the history of the Great Advent Movement. This movement was initially led by a man called William Miller. He was specially chosen by God to proclaim the second coming of Jesus Christ. On page 329 of the Great Controversy, we read the following about this historical movement. 
Miller and his associates at first believed that the 2,300 days would terminate in the spring of 1844, whereas the prophecy points to the autumn of that year. The misapprehension of this point brought disappointment and perplexity to those who had fixed upon the earlier date as the time of the Lord's coming. But this did not in the least affect the strength of the argument, showing that the 2,300 days terminated in the year 1844, and that the great event represented by the cleansing of the sanctuary must then take place. That's The Great Controversy, page 329, by Ellen G. White. William Miller and his associates had interpreted the year correctly for the end of the 2,300-year prophecy, but they had misunderstood the event that would take place at its termination. The event was not the second coming of Christ, but the final judgment that would take place in heaven. In 1844, Jesus moved from the holy place to the most holy place in the heavenly sanctuary, as taught in the typical service on earth. As we studied in the previous radio shows, the cleansing of the sanctuary is when Christ commences his final work of judgment. And so we see that our God is a God that that allocates time to his purposes. No one can stop what he plans to do in the universe. Listeners, he is the Almighty. The fact is that since 1844, the final judgment has been taking place in heaven. It has started with the house of God. This is the serious fact that now, Through the message of the first angel, God wants all who live upon this earth to understand. Listeners, we are now, today, living in the time of the final judgment. Now the first angel's message also has a final call. We read in the book of Revelation chapter 14 and verse 7, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Now who made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters? We read in the book of Exodus chapter 20 and verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. The Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is. But which Lord? We read in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9, And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been hidden God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. It was the Lord Jesus Christ who the Godhead used to create the universe and all mankind. As the second person of the Godhead, this was his role. The first angel's message calls us back to worship not only the Father, but Jesus Christ the Lord as well. Listeners. The churches of God have lost their direction and focus upon Jesus Christ. As not only the Redeemer of mankind, but he is also the creator of mankind as well. Now further evidence of of how important it is to understand who Jesus is 
is found in the book of John chapter 5 and verses 22 to 23. John chapter 5 and verses 22 to 23. The Bible reads, For the Father judgeth no man, but have committed all judgment unto the Son. Why? That all men should honour the Son, even as they honour the Father. He that honoureth not the Son, honoureth not the Father which have sent him. Take note, listeners, it is not God the Father who will have who will have. I'll say this again, it is not God the Father who will have the final judgment upon your life, but the Son of God. Why? That men should honour the Son of God as the Father. The first angel's message is sent by God as a message of love, not only calling men back to love in obedience to God's commandments and to do good works, but it is also sent to give us all a correct understanding of who created us. Listeners, let us give Jesus Christ the honour that is due unto him, especially now that he is our judge. We'll have another break for some music and we'll round off with some closing thoughts. first angel's message we've seen once again is sent by God as a message of love not only calling man not only calling us but to love and obedience to God's commandments which are commandments of love and to do good works but it is also sent to give us all the correct understanding of who, of who created us. 
it points us to Jesus Christ as the creator of heaven and earth and for us to give him the respect that's due unto him as our redeemer and creator and listeners as our best friend. And so I do hope that as we have gone through the Bible texts and that we've seen that the Bible gives us a time frame, a time prophecy that points us to when the judgment in heaven started. And we can see that the judgment in heaven started in 1844 and that there was a movement in the 19th century that had proclaimed the second coming of Christ and that the hour of God's judgment has come. And that message has been handed down to us today. So listeners, as we continue to study the second and third angel's messages in our shows to come, let us ponder on the things that we have here before us. God is not willing that any of us should perish or that all should come to repentance, which is the reason why he has given us the light of his word today. So let us pray now as we close. And as we pray, I do hope that the message will lodge in our hearts and that we would understand the seriousness of the times that we're living in. Let us approach our Father in heaven. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word and that we can see that the first angel's message it's a proclamation of the judgment and that it calls us to be ready for the judgment that is now taking place. We do not know when our names will go forward and come forward in the heavenly books. Only God knows this fact. But I pray, Lord, that whatever sins there are in our lives, that we would repent from them, that we would give our hearts to you and that you allow us, and that we would allow you, I should say, to cleanse us with your blood, Heavenly Father. Lord, this is the matter before us. Let us not look at the world and the things that are going on in the world, with the with the COVID virus, with the war in Ukraine, with the financial system almost coming to a collapse. Lord, the pound devaluing. Though these are matters before us, the most important matter is whether we have a soul that will be saved by God. And so, Lord, lift us up into the realms of heaven is our prayer. I pray for all who are listening who may be sick, for those who, who may be stressed, for those who may have marital problems, for those who may have problems at work, for those who may have health problems. Lord, I pray that we would all simply give them to you and allow you to work out your salvation in us. Bless us and keep us. And we thank you for this time in your word is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Listeners, if you have any questions or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org. Or you can send a text message to 07944-062-786. If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address, and we will send you a free bookmark called The First Angel's Message. 
This is a Bible study that's on the bookmark of the first angel's message. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, go to the ebook section, then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 50, you will find the subject, the first angel's message. This chapter will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download all of our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash voice dash in dash z dash wilderness dot podcast page dot io forward slash. On next week's show, we will discuss the subject, the second angel's message. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, good night and God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.